moms, moms to be, moms of the spawn. We're here with Shay as always. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about blended families. We're going to shake it up, start talking about um, how it feels to be a stepchild, what it looks like to have another person come into your household, you know, things like that. We'll even throw in some of my trials and tribulations so far as being a stepmom. Maybe, possibly, a little bit of dating with children. If not, that'll be in a different episode, but we're so excited for today and cannot wait to jump right into it with you. Woo! So, Shay, what have you been up to since last week? What's new? What's going on? Nothing. You know, I'm actually, so I've never really been a Christmas person, but it's all I can think about right now. I'm so excited for Christmas this year. Ugh, let's not even jump to it yet. <laughs> oh, you're not? No, no. I like, tend to skip Thanksgiving. I Thanksgiving is the worst holiday of all time. I hate it. Girl. I hate it. I hate it why? so much. But why? People, my entire life, people have tried to force me to eat their nasty ass food. Like, I don't oh, want yeah. your yams. I don't want your ham. I don't want your fucking sweet potato casserole or your green bean casserole. Point me to the Mac and leave me alone. <laughs> I hear you. No, I'm excited for Christmas, but I'm just, um, I'm, I'm more excited for Thanksgiving. Like, I don't want it to get here as fast as it is. Like, we just went straight from Halloween to Christmas, and I really just yeah. want to, like, slow it down and savor that time between it let us have our thanksgiving we're doing thanksgiving at our house this year so it's the first year i think that we're hosting thanksgiving at our own house with our kids and stuff like that we've invited the family and um who is looking for your families coming uh yeah they should be i know um well i don't know about his mom's work schedule she's invited though i mean it's no no discriminations over here um my parents my grandparents um on my mom's side because my dad's mom does a real big thanksgiving every year and by big i mean like place settings and name plates so so, um we we're gonna end up going down there the day after thanksgiving instead of on thanksgiving this year which is real weird for me but um other than that i think listen i'm just a fatty like i'm not food picky i'm not like I like all foods, all foods. My favorite part of Thanksgiving is Black Friday. And since that's like not a thing anymore, it's kind of like, there's no point for me. Well, you know, Walmart's already started their Black Friday. Yeah. Like what's the point? That's so lame. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's really, that's really all we've got going this week. Um, I can't think of anything else I have going on. I know there was something that happened and I was like, oh, I need to let everybody know that that just happened, but I cannot for the life of me remember what it is. How does it feel to have an almost one-year-old? He'll be one next month. That's sickening. (laughs) That is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited that he's growing up and he's learning new things and he's getting bigger and he's getting his own little personality and all that. But at the same time, it's my last one. So we think. Same. So we think yeah. <laughs> Michael it's, has started talking nonsense about wanting another child. So as much as I want Link to stay little, I can't wait to actually be able to do fun stuff, you know? Yeah. Like take- I've noticed that it's very hard to like do anything with a kid that breastfeeds and doesn't take a bottle. Even if he did take a bottle, it's hard to like take pumped breast milk places because it only stays good for so long. Right. 
well i'm ready for that i'm ready for the breastfeeding thing to be like over but not at the same time right yeah like if it wasn't you know so many stipulations on how long you can have this and where you can take that and what you can do mm-hmm. with this and it's only good for this long and blah 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 it would be a lot easier but yeah <sighs> i feel you on that girl i feel you so let's jump right into this episode today and figure out what we're talking about so let's start off with our points of view like how it was growing up as as a stepchild to someone I think personally for me it was you know like hot and cold like Mm -hmm. sometimes it was really cool but sometimes it sucked like I was I was treated very differently from you and your sister when it came to like Nana and Poppy right Yeah, I can I can understand that. Um, I think I think as a stepchild in in any family, the stepchild's always treated from from my experience anyway. The stepchild the stepchild's always treated differently Mm -hmm. from the other the new parents side of the family. Yeah, because when my mom got with her now ex husband. his family they didn't accept us right away and they're still and and brad's been in our life since we were seven years old yeah so it was not like he come in when we were way too old to accept anybody new or anything like that i can only speak from a point of view of a seven-year-old you know Mm -hmm. so and i had a lot going on when i was seven that's when i fell in the fire um yep and i remember and so a lot of that is still like a little blurry. So I don't remember, of course, you know, damn near 20 years ago, exactly how I felt. Oh my God. Yeah. It has been so long, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize it now until I We've just known tried. each other for almost 20 years. Yes. <laughs> but when, um, when, when we first met Brad's family, you know, there's always going to be that that buffer time where they have to get used to you and see if mm-hmm. you're going to stick around and, and things you like have that. to get used to them right and that's it's what I was about to say all and new you, people you got to meet right you have to fill out their personalities and yep. see who they are and what they're about and learn their rules and your rules and the difference between the households um there's still times well well not now because I don't really I don't I don't speak to Brad much less his family um, I don't have anything against most of his family. Now, there have been a couple that have caused great turmoil mm-hmm. between, I, I know, with me and my sister both emotionally. They've they've crossed boundaries. So there's a good few, many of them that I just do not speak to right? Um, and don't care to, honestly, if we're being honest. Um, so it was just... Is it's just hard as far as getting to know a whole new family. Yeah, know? especially as a kid. Right. And you and you don't know how to navigate it. You barely know yourself. How are you gonna figure out, you know, other people and things like that? Right. How old were you when Sean and those for those of you that don't know, um, Shay's stepdad is actually my uncle, and that's how we met when we were mm-hmm. real young, is because my uncle married her mom. Right. So how old were you when 
Sean and Shauna got together? I was six. Okay. Yeah. And, and um, I remember meeting Sean for the first time and I thought he was the biggest human I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Cause Sean was what? Six, three. Yeah. He was. He and was I was a this big little, fella. little teeny tiny little girl. And I just remember breaking my neck, trying to look up to him, having a conversation. Right. Now, did, did he strike you as intimidating? Cause I know a lot of people oh, have yeah. said, yeah, but just him physically, because right. like I said, he was such a big guy. Right. But he was one of the best humans I have Ugh. ever met in my entire life. Shoo. And there's probably going to be tears. Today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's probably going to be tears because I, I miss Uncle Sean. I miss my Uncle Sean, and I know you miss him, too. So um, moving on from that, then, was there, do you remember, I don't know, was there a time where you just felt like he wasn't accepting of you? Um, no, but I do remember we were really, really, really close for years until my sister Savannah was born. And then I just felt like he didn't love me anymore because he had his own kid now. Right. Now, I think that's very common in a step-parent, step-child relationship when you come into a relationship with a woman that has kids. Because when Brad come into my mom's life, me and my sister were the only kids. 14 years later, they had their own child, which, which is my sister Braylon. And mm-hmm. it felt the exact same. It felt the exact same to me because me and Brad used to have a really great relationship. I could confide in him. He was like my best friend. Mind you, there was only nine years difference in age between me and Brad. Right. So it was more of a friend than it was a stepdad. And and I probably, I will admit that I gave him hell when he tried to do any kind of parenting. Or oh, yeah. And I feel like we all do. Right. Even with our, you know, I don't want to say actual parents, but our uh, biological parents. Right. You know. Well, I, I think the the age difference in me and him had a lot to do with it, too, though. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I looked at him more as a peer or, or a friend than I could ever look at him as a parent figure so you said he's nine years older than you yeah aren't you how old are you how much older are you than Braylon 14 years because I'm nine years older than Savannah yeah no I'm 14 years older than Braylon so is it is it yeah it was 14 see well listen my timeline I have to go through a whole lot of, because my mom was pregnant with Braylon the year that my dad went to prison. He went to prison in 09. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 14 years. But anyway, so I know it was hard. You know, I gave him a hard time because I looked at him more as a peer than I did a, a parental figure. Mm-hmm. So I know I gave him a hard time. Just absolute hell, I'm sure. Do you think... Um, do you do you think his feelings actually changed or was that just a point of view that you and even I had as a child like when your sisters were born see I don't know I feel like maybe but probably not Mm -hmm. you know I just feel like um I don't know we we had a really good relationship and I think it was more me I it was my fault that like I gave him so much hell because Savannah was born because I probably was really jealous 
Yeah. 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 Cause you know, at nine years old, I've been my mom's only kid for so long. And now there's this new freaking crying baby that's annoying the hell out of me. And right. everyone's giving her attention and hello, I'm still here. Right. Hello. Absolutely. Yes. And that's a problem that we had to see. And we've not ever sat down and talked about this in depth with each other, you know, other than we're doing right now. So I never knew how many like constants we had, like me and you both went through the, you know, meeting meeting him and being like okay because brad's like six two also yeah he's just not as bulky as uncle sean was yeah like because uncle sean was a big guy mm -hmm. now i do have a, a question and it doesn't have anything to do with step parenting but it does have to do with the personality thing because um sean suffered from a brain tumor mm -hmm. and when he had it surgically removed do you think that that changed who he was yeah absolutely absolutely yeah he got more irritable yeah I think because you know afterwards he couldn't work right so he got to the point where like he was stuck at home and he, and you know Sean he was very right. busy he loved yeah. working very and social very yeah. social person everybody loved him he was a great guy mm -hmm. he was a great guy um do you think that being a stepchild and seeing the differences in you know having a step parent well let's talk about your stepmom because i i have no idea i i don't know anything about her so is there so, was there a difference between you know your stepdad and your stepmom absolutely okay so i'm sensing you didn't like her we didn't like each other for the longest time which i totally get because um she and my dad were together and they have three kids together that are older than me. Mm -hmm. And then they broke up. My dad had a kid with another woman, you know? Right. And now they're back together. Okay. So it was so, I mean, kind of, I can see how it's like, ugh, you know, now, like now I have to have this other woman's kid in my house. So I can see how that's like kind of annoying, you know? Yeah. But like when I would talk to my mom about it, she would be like, well, that's not your fault. It's not. it's not it's not like you asked to be here and i was right. like yeah i mean i guess but now we actually really like each other i really do love her so well i'm glad that y'all got he to loves a point. link right mm -hmm. i'm glad i'm glad y'all got to a, a point in your relationship though where it could get better oh it took a very long time it took probably until i was like after i graduated high school probably mm -hmm. Maybe not that long, but we didn't like each other for a while. Right. No, I can say um, there's a couple instances. Do you have any like vivid memories with your step parents? Like memories you're just like, oh, I can't stand them in that moment or the moment you were like, okay, they're not that bad. Um, ooh. Sean and I would get into it a lot about like my room yeah and like he would get so mad i don't know why it triggered him so bad that i would straighten my hair yeah. but he would say that the house would smell like burnt hair and i need to, i don't know put a towel under my door so the smell stays in my room but i never i don't know i never smelled anything <laughs> oh well michael says that my hair smells like when i straighten my hair it smells like burnt hair so i guess it's like a common thing but maybe, we're or maybe so we're, used to it. yeah we're so used to it because i've been straightening my hair since i was in eighth grade <laughs> Right. Well, I can remember just specifically like 
when Brad first came into the picture, it wasn't like an immediate connection or anything. He was just another guy, you know, not mm-hmm. to say, not to say that my mom had been in and out of our lives because she didn't. And I right. Think, I only remember Brad. Right. And obviously in your dad. But. Well, there was, there was one other guy that I vividly remember. Um, and we don't have many memories with him, but she also dated another guy named Jimmy. He's really, he's a really good guy too. I don't know what happened with that. I was too young to understand what a relationship was or what was mm-hmm. going on with that. Like I say, I was seven when mom and Brad got together. So I had to have been like six when she was with Jimmy because her and my dad broke up when I was five or five. Yeah. So I was real young when Jimmy was around. I, you know, I have a couple of memories here and there and they're all great memories, but he was just a friend in, in my memories. There was never like an established relationship. Right. But does with, Michael have any step parents? No, Michael only has his mom now. Oh, okay. He did, he did have a stepdad growing up. Um, but uh, let's see, I, I want to say that his dad was never really a part, like a huge part of his life, if a part mm-hmm. at all. It's such a touchy subject to speak with him about. There's not a lot of communication as far as his father figures are concerned. Okay. I do know that his stepdad passed away, I want to say 10 years ago, but I'm not for sure or certain on those numbers. I do know that they never had a really great relationship. Right. So, but like I say, it's a touchy subject and not my story to tell. So I have no idea the the basics of it. I Like, I don't even know the basics of it, much less the intricate details, you know? Yeah. Alex has both. He has a stepdad and a stepmom, and I love them both. They're both great. Well, Michael, only the only family he has is his mom and his sister. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got like distance and he has aunts and uncles and cousins and things like that, but he's not spoke to them in many, many years. Gotcha. And they don't live close by or anything like that. So but I remember um, there was a point where, like I say, I looked at Brad more as a, you know, a confidant. Like I could, I could confide in him and talk to him about things that were going on because he was more of a friend than he was right. a dad. You know, so we had a great relationship probably from around the age 11 to 16. Mm-hmm. Um, but I moved out of my mom's house when I was 17 I think it was and I've really not been back you know here and there I'll go back but or here and there you and your mom have always gotten along better when you do not live together absolutely and it's only because we have such similar attitudes oh yeah we're the exact same person sure yeah we're the exact same person so we butt heads um but there was an instant where I was dating a guy in high school and we had been together probably a year, maybe a year and a half. And him and his family moved out of state. And his parents were willing to buy me a plane ticket and let me stay with them for two weeks during the summer so that me and this guy could, you know, spend time together. We were in a right. relationship and we were trying to make this long distance thing work. And I can remember my mom and Brad like constantly arguing about it, constantly, constantly, constantly. And that was the first time I remember ever telling him 
well, you're not my dad, so you don't get to make the decisions. Oh, yeah. I, I think I use that a lot, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't. I have I, a lot of regrets when it comes to Sean and I's relationship. And I'm sure, like, see, I, with, with Brad, there's a whole different situation. Like, Uncle Sean passed away. Yeah. So there was no, there, I don't want to sound bitchy when I say it or hurt any feelings or anything, but there's no going back. You know, it is what it is at this point. Mm-hmm. With Brad, he could fix it. He just doesn't want to. Right. The relationship dropped off um, probably about four years ago. Um, and and I don't, I don't really want to go into detail about how it dropped off, but there was a major distrust in our relationship that calls just don't want to talk to him. I, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to have anything to do with him. And he continually shows me why I, why I made the right decision. Right. And, 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 and I'm okay with that. And that's just how, how some relationships work yep. as far as that parents sure and children go. So, it, and it's okay to set those boundaries and be like, you know what, you know, thanks for stepping up, but I'm going to need for you to step out now. Yeah. So what do you think that being a stepchild changed your perspective as a parent now? That's hard. I don't know. Um, I know it's hard because I've only ever known being a stepkid, you know, well, like I don't, I don't really remember much of my parents being together. Right. No, I don't, I don't remember the, the parts that I do remember are just horrible. I remember I, one, I have one memory of your mom and dad together. Yeah. And it was, um, all of their grandkids were at Nana and Poppy's. This is a hilarious story. I think it's hilarious. No one else does. <laughs> And um, we were all hitting, using Poppy's golfing clubs and hitting balls into the water. Mm-hmm. And Jenna walked behind me and I hit her in the face with my golf club accidentally. I know right. no one thinks it was an accident. <laughs> and Dusty ran down there and scooped her ass up. And she was like, oh, it's okay. And I was like, oops. Oops, I did not mean to do that. So let's talk about that because I, I never had to deal with that. And, and if you don't want to get into it, that's fine. But okay. you acquired a step parent that already had a kid of his own when mm-hmm. he came in. Yep. So how did that work? Did I mean, How did that relationship? Oh, Jenna and I never got along. We never have. We probably never will. But thankfully now, you know, we don't have to. So. Well, and I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't know how I would, because I've seen other, other people have to go through that when, when they're mom or their dad meets somebody and that person mm-hmm. already has kids yeah and it's, it's like a I don't know how else to word it but like a power struggle as to like who's going to get the most attention you know because then yeah and I the, asked my mom um what was the hardest part about being a stepmom right she was a stepmom to Jenna for years, years. well and, and that was said uh, the different rules because her and Jenna's mom got along fine right well Lori is a very um, she's she's an amazing person Lori is great I feel like she said that um that was never an issue it was just the different rules right and how like Jenna got everything she wanted because she was the only child lived well and then not how it worked down here you know well also there was a, a different dynamic too because Jenna didn't live, you know, 10 minutes down the road, an hour down the road where she could come over every weekend mm-hmm. or every other weekend or whatever. She lived 
all the way across the country. Yep. Um, Northwise. So it was that, I mean, that just, and, and it's like I say all the time, every situation has its own individual moving part and, and makes every situation. It's so hard for somebody to be like, Hey, this is my situation. And, and I need some advice on it. And you're like, Oh, okay, well, here's my advice. So like, Nope, that can't work because of this and because of that. Mm-hmm. And because everything has its, its own individual moving parts. Well, how about has being a stepchild made you step parent any differently? Um, I wish I could answer that question. And I wish I could say yes, you know, because at growing up, my, my stepdad was a friend to me and I'd like to be that for my stepson. Mm-hmm. I want to be somebody that he can confide in and go to and, he, and, and trust me and, and feel like he's loved just as I would, you know, just as I was his, his mom. I'm not his mom. I'll never be his mom, but I want him to have that same trust and that same, right. like he can, he can confide in me, you know, if he's ever having problems, he can talk to me about it. But it's just such, like I say, it has its own moving parts to where I'm not allowed to, I'm, I'm not allowed to step there. And this, this is what I say. I'm just a glorified babysitter at this point. Right. Because it's not like you can't, you have no say. And yeah. And it's, it's just certain situations and certain, you know, things that have in comments and, and things like that, that are just, you know, my concerns are just thrown into the back burner and there's no communication between his mother and I, she doesn't, she doesn't want to speak with me, which I hope changes eventually. And, and, you know, if this episode was to ever find her, I, I have no hard feelings. You know, I just want to do what's yeah. best for him. Let us communicate. And, and you know, I, I'd like to be friends with her. Yeah. So that, so that things could be easier. It's so much easier to like not have any beef with people, you know, like right. I just don't have time for it anymore. Right. Well, and it, and it's, especially as, as far as a child is concerned, like there's a yeah. child in this mix, we need to get our shit together so that we can mm-hmm. get our shit together. You know, like it's just, it's hard, but when the time comes and when I, if I'm able to ever have the relationship I'd like to have with him, yes, being a stepchild would drastically change how I would parent him, how, right. how I would step parent him you know I have a I have a question for you what is that you ever feel like you're less important because you're you know quote unquote just the step parent just the stepmom absolutely it's like I just said I just don't I don't feel like I have any input into any and anything anything and I know that there's a lot of people like I'm in a step parent support group on Facebook there's a lot of people that have the mindset of, well, you're not his mom, so you don't get a say-so in those things. And there are things that I don't think that I should have a say-so in, as far as like which doctor he goes to, which insurance he has, you know, things like that. That's fine. But like when it comes down to it, the way that he's parented elsewhere affects my household too, because then he comes here and and things are different, you know, and I hate that our rules are so different. I believe, I believe our rules are different because I can just tell the way that he conducts himself here. I just can tell that 
it's not the way that we would have raised him to conduct himself is he the only child at his mom's house no no oh okay no he has a, a baby sister who was actually born around i think two months or three months before mason was okay yeah so he's got he's got another little baby sibling do you feel like um you like ever overstep like on accident and then you're like oh now i gotta deal with this you know no no because i've never there's I've never even spoke with his mom or do you ever I guess I should say do you ever feel like you are made to feel like you overstepped no okay I can say that Michael handles the situation between her and I very very well good he's, he's a great you know buffer because like I say I've I've never personally spoke with her there's no text messages there's no phone calls like, I don't even go to the meetups to drop him off and pick him up because I know that, is that so it, crazy. it's just, I know that it'll cause unnecessary drama. Like, I don't, I don't want to cause any problems. I don't want, yeah. because there's no court orders. Like he gets to come here on this weekend and that weekend, every other weekend or whatever. I don't want to personally cause anything that, right. That causes Michael Make not to be able harder. to see done yeah yeah so it's just it's hard it's hard to find the balance and it's hard to like share holidays yes not necessarily because the the only reason it's hard to us is because we can't like there's never a set schedule Mm -hmm. so it's hard for us to plan what we're going to do on this day or what we're going to do on that day because we don't know is she going to let us have them this day or is she not going to let them have it does sound hard yeah so we don't we can't plan it is, is the only thing that's hard but now that we've decided we're doing holidays at our house and people can come out here if they want to it'll be easier because if she ends up letting them come then she does if not yeah it sucks but there's really nothing we can do about it right yeah I feel like step parents are so unappreciated you know right I feel like I like I said, I have a lot of regrets when it comes to Sean and I's relationship and I wish I could go back and I wish, you know, I could apologize for a lot of things. Well, I'm sure he knew, you know, you're a teenage yeah. girl. It's just emotions and hormones are high. I'm sure he knew. I'm sure he knew. And now, you know, with my stepmom, I feel like we are so much, it's so much better now. She, I love her. She loves me. She loves Link. Right. It's so much better now. Can you see a difference? Well, you don't have but one kid. I was about to say, can you see a difference in like, I don't know, because we have three kids all together. And one of them is, well, two of them are biologically Michael's. And one of them is from a previous relationship as far as my oldest goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask, could you see a difference in, in how like his biological family or your biological family treats their kids based on well I have experience in that okay so and I'll actually share a story okay one Christmas we always went to um nanomies for Christmas right it was like later in the day after Christmas morning everyone met up at nanom poppies and I remember getting so upset because nana got you guys brand new phones for Christmas and she got I don't, a stained, like, glittery hat. 
and I was oh. so upset because I was using Sean's like broken boulder. Do you remember those? Yeah. Like, really thick, super heavy duty. You can drop it from a 10 foot building and it won't break phone. Right. Yeah. No, I remember that. The only thing I don't remember though is getting phones for Christmas. Well, it was like, it wasn't anything huge. It was like little um, off brand uh, blue blackberries. Okay. And I, I remember being really upset that like, I was like, this is what I'm using and they get phones and I get a freaking hat that I'm never going to wear. And right. I don't wear hats. I've never worn hats. And I remember being really upset. And my mom yeah. was like, okay, you know, you just have to realize that sometimes they do get treated a little different. Right. No. And I know that there's, I know that that's the thing. And, and, and I'm not discrediting that at all. Mm-hmm. at all I know that that happens and um let's see what I was gonna say I'm I'm still baffled because I don't remember getting a phone <laughs> I'm still trying to figure I think it was like a little prepaid phone it, like I said it wasn't anything right but at the time it was the principle yeah, yeah it was just the principle of it like I completely get it I'm just still trying to figure it I remember her getting us all the computers I do yeah I do remember that too right and you got a computer too right yeah I did okay okay but that I think that was like years years later okay like this was like middle school like it was probably like y'all's first phone or something like that you know right I just don't remember it but that's okay we'll just (laughs) I just don't remember I'm I know I'm not saying that you weren't telling the truth or anything I'm just saying I don't remember getting a damn phone it's it's driving me insane now so but anyway like I think that, like I say, Mason, Callie, and I don't want to, I don't want to say, I don't want to say my stepson's name just in case, like, you know, like, I don't, I just, I don't want to, like I say, like you said, overstep any boundaries and the podcast finder or something, you'd be pissed off because I put his name out there and I I don't want to offend her in any kind of way um what was your question what were you saying um does michael something does michael ever treat callie different no see and this is the thing when i was pregnant and and i don't know if this is a valid thing to think but i when i was pregnant before i knew what before i knew that mason was a boy i was so scared that we were going to have a girl and Michael was going to treat Callie different because he had his own biological daughter then. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's like a valid fear or not, but I was just so scared. And then when I totally get that, when we found out he was a boy, I realized it wasn't much different because I was like, Oh, okay. Well now he has, but he had already had his first son. So I knew that there was a bond there, you know? Right. Like, I, I was I was extremely worried that there was going to be a difference because I know like like we both said once our siblings were born and they were biologically our step parents children mm-hmm. then we felt completely you know like pushed out oh yeah for sure so I was worried that once Mason was born that Michael was going to push Callie out just because that's the experience that I had had with a stepfather yeah I totally so, get that. Do you ever feel like stepdads have it easier than stepmoms? 
I think dads, period, stepdad, regular dad, bio dad, I don't care what kind of dad. I think dads just have it easier, period. But as yeah. far as the aspect of stepdad, stepmom, absolutely. Absolutely, they do. As far as being a stepmom, that means that I have to deal with a biological mom. Oh, yeah. And biologically, us women are extremely protective over our children. Absolutely. Not to say that dads aren't, but as right. women, because I can remember when when I was trying to co-parent with Callie's bio dad, there was you know, every other week he would have a new girl and he'd be like, oh, I want Callie to meet her. I was like, you have to meet Callie first, you dumbass. Anyway, uh, but he would, every other week he would have a whole new girl. And I'm like, no, this is not, this is not what we're doing because I look at it, you know, my daughter is going to be watching this man bring women in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. And I'm not okay with that because that's not how I want my daughter to conduct herself. Right. Older. Yeah. So, but, you know, but going back to as a stepmom, we have to deal with, with biological moms. A lot of them are very territorial well, as, as they should be. You know, and I'm, I'm not, not going to lie. I probably would be the same way. Mm -hmm. I would too. But here's the difference because if Callie's biological dad had anything to do with her and was healthy enough to keep her mm -hmm. and he was to bring another woman into his life and he did because at one point this he, he has another child with another lady and they were together for two and a half years maybe three I think I know that they got together real soon after Callie was born so uh -huh. almost almost Callie's whole life they had been together um he called and said that he had this lady and he wanted uh Callie to meet her and this that and another and my only stipulations was I'm meeting her first like I want to meet who's going to be around my kid I have no problem with it he was like no she don't want to meet you he caused a bunch of drama between me and this girl right so that and we you guys are cool now right right that's what I was about to say is we he did not want us to talk because he did not want us to put together the lies that he was telling both uh -huh. of us so after they broke up, she reached out to me and we talked, I mean, we even went and had lunch together, and, you know, and everything's cool. And it, it was to the point to where Callie's bio dad had me thinking that this girl did not want my daughter around at all because of right. me, he was saying, she doesn't want her around because you caused too much drama and this. And I'm like, I don't even talk to y'all, but come to find out, like, I went and met her at her house for lunch and she had pictures of Callie hanging on her wall, even after her and her and, and Callie's bio dad had broke up and he had left and he took everything that was important to him, but did not take any pictures of his child. Gross. Right. So, and, and back to, it's, it's just, it just rounds back to being a stepmom. And dealing with, I don't want to say toxic, because I don't know that it's toxic, but just dealing with another mother. Yeah, I, think I can totally see how it would be hard because I. But if like you're I a stepdad, be. but if you're a stepdad, that means you have to deal with the other dad. Yeah, but in my, in my experience, 
the dads are usually pretty chill mm-hmm. every almost like every dad in my life like my dad is super chill Sean was pretty chill Alex is really chill right but it's because here's the thing because a dad dealing with a stepdad there's no 90 percent of the time there's no residual feelings left mm-hmm. so there's not like oh you're stepping in and, and I still want to be there and I'm trying to fix things and, you know this that another or whatever yeah so there's not there's less drama there's like 90 90 percent of the times that I have seen there has been less drama oh with, yeah with stepdads than there are with stepmoms I think it's a lot easier for a stepdad than it is a stepmom but that's just my my opinion and I'm sure there are stories out there where you know oh, stepdads yeah. have caused hell do you want to go through some of the responses we got yeah we can do that um okay, I know so we asked on status. Facebook we asked on Facebook uh what the hardest part about being a step parent is the absolute hardest part and I want your response first what do you think the hardest part is um over everything just the you know the hard the differences in in our households I think just um trying to figure out what he is allowed and not allowed to do at his mom's house versus what basically the rules I guess you could say is okay what is is he allowed to do there that he's not allowed to do here and what is he allowed to do here that she wouldn't necessarily allow to allow him to do there right so it's hard trying to and and mind you he's only three so we've not gotten real far into it and I've only been around for two years so I've been in his life since he was you know since before he can remember um since he was one and um just just trying to to find structure to find footing under okay I want to change that answer because the rules are hard but trying to find where I fit in is harder trying oh, to yeah. find I can totally see that the happy medium of it where you know what I'm allowed and what I'm not allowed an opinion on or what I'm allowed to help with and what I'm not allowed to help with and how how much is too much and you know, things like that just where I fit in what 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 is my role in his life the most common response we got is baby mama drama yes it's the most common thing Absolutely. but we got we got a few like um if you don't post pictures of the stepchild as often as you post pictures of your own child that means you don't love them as much i have a comment to that okay i don't personally post pictures of my stepson because i am scared that it might be crossing boundaries i, I yeah i totally get that because I, I don't want like I say me and her don't talk so I don't know if she's okay with me posting pictures of him on social media I know she does right. but like I post pictures of my kids on social media but not many other people do and I don't like for a lot of people to yeah because you don't know like who they're friends with and stuff right so you know I don't want to step on any toes I don't want it to look like that I'm just trying to I don't know play house with her kid you know what I mean like I do love them just like I love my own kids but it, it's just a very fine line like I say it's the hardest part to try and figure out what I'm allowed what I'm not allowed to do where I you know where I stand sorry Link is now in my lap 
Oh, it's okay. Um, and another response we got is the fact that anything you do with or without that child can be held against you. Right. So I guess like, like say we went to Six Flags. Oh, but you didn't take so-and-so. Right. But we also didn't have them that weekend, you know? Right. But then if you do take them, it's like, oh, well, I was going to What if I them. wanted to? Yeah. What yeah. if I wanted to do that? Right. Why didn't you invite me? So it's just a double-edged sword. You never Ooh, know. This one. This one's good. The whole, you're not my mom. So I'll ask dad. Listen, like I say, he's only ask three, him. but he's agree with me. the thing is, our, my stepson does that constantly. Like, oh, really? So you deal with that firsthand? Yeah. Well, and he's even gotten to the point to where like, I'll tell him no or something and, and tell him go play and he'll go to the playroom and play and then stand in the playroom and holler for his dad. And, and bring him back there to ask him so that he doesn't ask in front of me because he knows he just asked me and I told him the answer he didn't want. So then he tries to get the answer he does want out of his dad. And um, an, another one is trying to parent the child when my significant other babies him because we only have him every other weekend. Now we deal with that from other family members. Like when we do have him, then other family members, like, like Michael's mom, yeah babies them to extremes oh yeah and um sometimes my nana does too and I'm like okay guys I'm gonna need for y'all to take it down a couple notches because that's not how we do things just because they're only here you know when they're here does not mean that they are it doesn't mean they're excused from the rules the rules still stand they still have to follow the rules of the house Mm-hmm. my rules my house my yeah I, right. I totally agree yeah and they'll just have to learn the differences another response we got was having an opinion or idea but not a say so me me completely oh yeah me completely but i'm like okay well this would work better if you and her talked about this or whatever blah 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 just this past weekend i was like well why you know, it would be easier for both of y'all if y'all just met at this place instead of way out yonder in the boondocks. It would just be easier mm-hmm. if y'all met here. And he was like, well, I'm just going to go meet her where she says, which drives me insane, but whatever. And I think you'll relate to this one. Um, boundaries for sure. It's hard because you love them so much and want to do all the mom things, but never want to overstep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's the thing. I like to do a lot of arts and crafts with the kids. Mm-hmm. so I do a lot of like cut and paste and handprints like for Halloween we made handprint bats and I cut out a bunch of shapes and uh, let them paste them to a pumpkin you know and make their own pumpkins and things like that and I wanted to send them home with him so that his mom could have those because I would want them as Callie bait them yeah but I don't want her to feel like oh well she's you know trying to be his mom you know yeah. because you sit down and you're spending quality time with them and and doing these things and teaching them and and you know things like that and I just don't want her to feel any type of way like I say there's no communication so I can't be like hey such and such we sat down and made these pumpkins I wanted to send it home so that you could have it so if there was an open line of communication it would be so much easier in so many aspects another one we got was the fact that his mom continues to bash him to sorry bash me to him and make him hate me oh yeah yeah 
Now I have a question and it just popped up my head. Do you think that, and now it just went blank. Now I can't, I can't find it. Read another one. It might come back. Um, how, if you do something for the chips, stepchild at your house you have to send things over to the other parent's house so she can use it for on her kids instead of buying it for them herself so i'm assuming she means like toys or oh we have that we whatever he gets dropped off in the outfit the shoes whatever he gets Mm -hmm. dropped off with is what he goes back with so we yeah, have that's, that's smart we have clothes and toys and and he has all his own things here but whatever he gets dropped off with is what he goes back with I wash the outfit that he come in when normally when he gets here um it's later in the evening because Michael has to pick him up after work so normally when he gets here he gets changed yeah. out of the clothes he comes in into like pajamas or maybe he'll get a bath or something like that and um I put his clothes right in the wash machine. And then when he's ready to um, go back home, those clothes that's really are smart. clean and ready for him to go. Yeah, that's really smart. Cause she can't be like, oh, that's his school clothes, you know? Right. And that way the clothes that we have here for him are here. Yep. So we don't send them back in an outfit that, you know, I spent, cause I like to, I like to dress my kids like they're grown girl don't even get me started on boy clothes I I don't want him to be dressed like a baby he doesn't need mommy's cutest little elephant peanut you know yeah yeah I hate clothes like that I had a really good question and I forgot (laughs) I have I have one more response for you okay says in my situation we don't like each other but we've also never met we've only seen each other on social media and she always makes it seem like my husband still wants to be with her she's out partying every single weekend right and i'm at home watching her child and my own while um the dad is at work so basically keeping control over your emotions is the hardest part for me right well i I kind of, kind of relate to that because while Michael's at work, then I have to watch all three of them. Yeah. And it's, it's hard because like I said, he wants another one. No, ma'am. Right. Right. That's what I was telling him. I was like, uh, -uh, we have three kids. Four kids. Yeah. You're gonna have to get a minivan. Right. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not getting a minivan. (laughs) I wish I could think of that question. What, um, what was the comment about? four comments back did you read them in in order um the you're not my mom I can ask that um no or the having an opinion but not having a say so I just wish I it was a good question I had it written down to ask anyway now I can't find where it's written down that comment one of the comments that you said reminded me of it and now I just cannot remember it (laughs) mom brain it's driving me insane Oh, here's one more. Sorry. Okay. My stepson's psycho toxic ass mom and having to fight the court system for years just to get every other fucking weekend. And pay child support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember my question. Was it hard for you or do you remember a hard part of growing up 
as a stepchild and going back and forth like between your mom and your dad's house was there a part that was hard to you mentally um well for me it was I would feel bad for leaving my dad's because I would miss him right and I would feel bad for going home but then I would feel bad for going to my dad's because I would miss my mom right we'll see and I I didn't really ever go to my dad's house I I always went to Nana's house and Nana kind of Nana took the other parental space of my dad yeah because he was in and out of jail and And you lived with Nana for a little bit didn't you you and your sister did yeah we lived with Nana for about four four or five years when we were real young my mom um made the decision to you know, let us stay with Nana while she got her shit together, which I admire, you know, it's really hard. Oh, yeah. It's really hard to, number one, admit that you need time to get your things together while you have a kid and, yeah, and to make the ultimate decision to be like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust you to take care of my kids while I try and get my shit together. Like, that had to have been an extremely hard decision. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I admire her for being grown up enough and, and, and admitting that okay I might need a little bit of help right now let me get my shit together and I'll come back to this just as soon as I can you know mm-hmm. she just knew that she wanted a better life for us than what she was yeah. living at the moment so we did live with Nana for a few years and then um, I actually went back to Nana's house and lived with Nana after Callie was born right yeah, after me and Callie's bio dad went through our split, I actually went back to my Nana's house. We were, I feel like Nana's was my second home. Mm-hmm. We were always at Nana's and always in that damn lake. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Nana's Nana's is, is very close to my heart. Mm-hmm. And I actually, my, um, I moved around. I feel like I moved around a good bit as a kid, kid. Yeah. But then when my mom and Sean bought the house that my mom lives in now. Yeah. We've, uh, they've been there for like 17 years or yeah. 16, 17 years. And she is getting ready to sell it. And it breaks no. my heart. Yep. Well, see, and I was about to say the same thing as like Nana's, Nana's house is my childhood home because mm-hmm. with mom, we've moved around. Like you say, we moved, we moved around a good bit. Um, so the only constant household that we had was Nana's Nana's. house and Nana has I've I've begged her and I've begged her I'm like Nana just let me buy the house because she says that she's going to sell it once she dies and I cannot imagine going to the end of that dirt road and pulling into that driveway and not being able to go in the house yeah I can't I I completely agree there we have a lot of memories in that house oh it just breaks my heart it makes me want to cry even thinking about it there's a lot of pets that are buried at my mom's house well me and michael have decided that you know and i hate even talking about nana passing away because that just is going to be a a whole episode of depression that i'll probably never come out of but when nana does pass away and and poppy too because of course the house is not going to be for sale with one of them living in it right but once it goes up for sale I will I will buy that out I don't give I don't give a damn if I got to take out 17 loans we we've completely strayed from the thing I know it but it's but it's it's okay Alex (laughs) Alex and I have talked about the same thing Alex wants his grandmother's house right and she lives on a farm yeah you know is my dream yeah but 
and this is a huge but for me. It's in my hometown, which I do not want to move back to. I'm at saying all, I do. Ever. I want to. Be I, back we in moved my an hour away for a reason. Right. But um, I am okay. willing to okay. let Alex have that. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I told him I better get a damn pig. Right. I have a, another question that was concerning the topic. I was just scrolling through all the questions that I had marked down. Um, what major difference did you see in your life after uh, Sean come into it or your stepmom? Um, well, that's hard. I guess just gaining more family, you know? Like yeah. I had, I had so much more family. Right. Surrounded by a lot more love, you know? Right. And do you think that having a step-parent altered your personality in the long run? Um, I believe, I fully believe that Sean helped me be who I am today. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, as far as, as my answer to that question goes, is uh, I can't say for sure. I, I really can't. I wish I could just go, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, there was great influences in this, that, and another. But the only thing that I can, like, the only, when I think of what did, like, there was a lesson that Brad sat down and taught me, you know, like, spent time teaching. The only thing that I can think of is we lived in a house one time where the driveway was in a curve. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was learning how to drive. And he taught me, we, we pulled out to the end of the driveway one time. Okay, Mason. We pulled out to the end of the driveway one time and he was like, okay, thank you, sir. He was like, how do you make sure? Yeah. How do you make sure that there's no cars coming around that corner? And I was like, well, I looked through the, goodness. I was like, I looked through the trees and he was like, absolutely. It's great. The great job, you know, great idea. Good, good looking out, you know? So there was never like a time where I can remember us sitting down and having like a conversation that was life altering, you know? Yeah. So, and let me see. Oh yeah. Did you notice any difference in your, your mom or even in your case, your dad after they got with your step parents, like a huge difference? Um, I will say that I've never seen my mom as happy as sean mater and that makes me really sad right yeah i can i can see where sean would always say that um they were soulmates because they were sean and shauna Mm -hmm. say that they were meant to be together because their names were so similar i always i always thought that was crazy when i remember like when somebody would i think when your mom first started coming around they were like this is shauna i was like and she's dating sean that's weird (laughs) yeah yeah how did you feel like ultimately overall how did you feel about having a new person in your life when I was younger yeah or even like as time progressed well like I said our relationship was very wishy-washy right you know sometimes it was great sometimes it wasn't so great but overall I did love him and he was you know just as much you a know. dad yeah yeah and let's see 
what were the different roles? What was the different roles? Like what roles did you have to follow at your mom's that you didn't have to follow at your dad's? And what roles did you have to follow at your dad's that you didn't have to follow at your mom's? Um, I could pretty much do whatever at my dad's, you know, like there weren't really, there were rules, but there weren't like any, like I, at my mom's house, the computer was in mom and Sean's room and we were not allowed to get on it without supervision and my dad's house the computer was in the living room and no one really cared right yeah I never like I say we'll we'll just use my nana's house as my dad's house um because at my mom's house when I would go to my mom's house then you know we pretty happy we were like and it sounds crazy now that I think about it like at mom's I was able to paint my fingernails or play in makeup and things like that and we would come back home to nana's house when when our nana kept us and she would be so pissed off that we had fingernail polish on our fingers at like eight or nine years old she oh said yeah that I remember was, that but that I was feel something like it was for older red kids. fingernail polish no it was any fingernail any fingernail polish she did not like the idea of she really didn't like the red you're right about that but she did not like the idea of having any fingernail polish on our fingers because that was, we were doing things now that we were supposed to experience when we were older. So she felt like we oh, were yeah. moving too fast. I remember when she found out that we started shaving our legs. Oh my goodness. And I wasn't <laughs> allowed to shave my legs until I started my period. How old were you when you started your period? Mm. I wasn't allowed to shave my legs until I had gym class. So in sixth grade, I got to start, I started shaving my legs. Well, I was nine years old when I started my period. Damn. Yeah, I was in the fifth grade. Oh, so right around the same time then. Yeah, I was in the fifth grade. Not too much of a difference. No, but still to to have a period in elementary school was traumatic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because not a lot of other girls did. Now I know now you know, with all the hormones and and stuff like that and the foods that we eat being up. I know a lot of kids now start their period like eight or nine years old and that's normal. But when I was in school, like when I was in elementary school, it was not normal at all. Yeah, it was like my period started at like 13. Yeah. Well, I was nine. I've been dealing with it for far too long already. Girl, I'm ready for it to be over. (laughs) Anyways, did you have any anything else to add as a stepchild or any more questions for a step parent um i don't think so just you know be nice to your step parents because they love you they're trying okay yeah and if you are a step parent i feel you i feel you it's hard and it's a learning experience and it and it's it's hard that's all i can say is it's hard but we'll get through it we'll figure it out and mm-hmm. they'll be grateful for it hopefully on the other side of it just put in that work and, and love them like you do just keep loving them like you do but anyways I think that that means we can come to a closing here and we've got our little tidbits of information out there and I, and I hope we helped somebody you know and I hope it it made somebody feel better about their relationship with their step parent or their relationship yeah. with their stepchild So we will see you guys next week and um, have a great Wednesday, y'all. Yeah. See you guys next week. Well, not see you. You'll hear us. We won't hear you. Yeah. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.
make sure you join us next week where we talk about the holidays what traditions we're trying to form with our own families what's new rules of the holidays since having kids how are we going to handle the holiday stresses and much much more um also be sure you're following us on facebook tiktok for behind the scenes and up-to-date information day by day and we'll see you guys next week